if we're being honest. 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 Well, hey, and welcome to an all-new episode of If We're Being Honest. It's your girl, Miss Olivia Pope, and what's up, y'all? I missed y'all. I hope everybody is doing good, um, keeping their spirits lifted. We are all currently uh, experiencing the effects of the coronavirus in one form or fashion, um, whether it is that your city or state has been on shutdown whether you're not allowed to go into work, you have to work from home, whether you can't work from home and you just can't be at work, we're all being affected in some way um, in everybody's home. So I'm sure that's an adjustment for a lot of people. It's definitely an adjustment for me. Um, But really quick before we get into the episode, I just want to say, you know, hopefully everybody's doing good and I'm thinking about everybody. Please stay prayerful. Keep hope alive. Do what the CDC and the officials are saying um, so that we can get done and over with the situation and we'll be able to get back to some type of normal routine. Okay. Um, And in light of uh, the coronavirus this week, um, I'm not going to do a specific black owned business. This week, I just want you guys to support anybody that you can at this time. Um, again, it this is taking a toll on everybody, especially um, businesses, small businesses, um, entrepreneurs, you know, things like that. So anybody that you can support at this time in any way, shape or form, I would just ask you to go ahead and do that so that they can still continue uh, to thrive in this uh, climate that we're in right now. So... On a lighter note, um, (laughs) I haven't talked to you guys in a while, so I figured I would give you guys an update on what's going on with me. And then if we have some time, I'll get into a little bit of a topic um, that I happened to see the other day and kind of delve into what I think about it. And then we'll get into the ex live as we always do. I definitely have been getting questions, even though I haven't been on here recording and talking to you guys. So we'll get into some of that as well. Okay, so last we talked um, was like the beginning of March. So since it's like the end of March, let me just, I guess this is like my March madness for for today. So went to the uh, Millennium Tour concert. Sorry for everybody whose concert got postponed, but Philly was lucky enough to have their concert and it was popping. Okay, I went with my cousin. She already know what time it is. And we decided to go. So, okay, so we went to the Millennium Tour last year. And I went to the one that was in Raleigh with her. So when the Millennium Tour came back around this year, we was like, "Mm," we was going, we was like, we don't know if we need to go because a lot of the same people were on the ticket. But the one factor that wasn't on the ticket last year that was on the ticket this year, which made us go, was Bow Wow, okay? 
if y'all are anything like us, we were huge Bow Wow fans when we were little. And so we knew that we had to go to see him and, you know, vibe out and sing all our favorite songs and rapping and, and all the things, right? So we go to the concert. We end up getting these Calvin Cambridge jerseys from Like Mike. Again, if you a huge fan, you already know what time it is. We had the white jerseys. We had our jeans, our white sneakers. We was looking real real fly okay pull up to the concert and of course we got bomb seats okay because if you know anything about me i love a concert and i love a concert in the front if i'm going to a concert and i'm paying for my ticket nine times out of ten i'm somewhere in the front on the floor having floor seats or somewhere close to the stage because if we're being honest i need to be able to see without my glasses on okay because I don't wear them every day. And that's neither here nor there. Don't judge me, child. But I need to be able to see. And if I can't see, then I'm too far away. And that's just that on that, okay? <laughs> but anywho, so like I said, we go to the concert. Um, everybody was good. Uh, I forgot how many hits Soulja Boy actually has. I was in there getting it like, oh my God, yes. I forgot he sing this too. I forgot he do this too. Whatever, whatever. So, who else was going to take it? Sammy with his fine behind child. Okay? If we're being honest. <laughs> and then you had Lloyd and then Ashanti. Ashanti actually surprised me. Now, if we're being honest, I thought she was on the stage a little long for her to not be the headliner. But she still put on a nice little performance. You know what I'm saying? Pretty Ricky was pretty Ricky, child. And the Yin Yang Twins was the Yin Yang Twins. <laughs> and then, of course, Omarion came out and he did all the dances. And I, hopefully, I'm not spoiling this for nobody who's going at some point. But it, it doesn't matter. I'm sure you've seen the clips on Instagram. Anyway, so he's out there and he's doing the touch. And he and he pumping his chest and all that. You know how Omarion danced, child. So that happens. And then, of course... Bow Wow comes out and we in it. The energy is hype and we doing this, this, and this. Y'all, do you know this man fell on the stage? Fell in this little trap hole on the stage, child. Just fell. So we looking so dumb because it like took him forever to come back out. We was looking like, so don't tell me we didn't went through this whole concert and this man did fell and then the concert is over. Like, Please don't tell us that. But he ended up coming back out with Soldier Boy so they could do um what's the song they got? Is it Fresh as I Miss? What whatever song Bow Wow Soldier Boy got, I can't think of it right now, but they come out to do that or whatever. And then um and then you know the concert was lit. So um I have a plug that happened to be on the tour. I'm not gonna say who it was, child. But I happened to hit him up like earlier that week and was just like, yo, I'm going to be at the concert in Philly. Like, you know, maybe we should get up. Now, I was strictly saying like, let's just like, let me just make sure I see you bust it up real quick, you know, and then dip. And I was going to go home. So I text him like right before, I think right before Omarion came on because I knew that you know, obviously, Omariana Bawa were headlining. So, I wanted to make sure that I hit him up before they got on stage because I didn't want anything to happen afterwards if he couldn't text or whatever the case may be. 
So he was like, meet me by the stage when the concert is over. Woo, woo, woo. So I was like, all right, bet. So get to the stage. And I was like, I'm, I'm here. So it's me and my cousin. And like some other people that I didn't know. So he comes out. And he was like, all right, follow me. So I'm like, where the hell are we going? So I follow him the whole time. He like, you know, what's up? How you been? Da, 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 da. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm, I've been good, chilling. You know, I can't call it, you know, the particular show, all, all that kind of stuff. So then we go and I see this. We get to the lobby and I see this long behind line. And I'm like... In my mind, I'm thinking, oh, they're going to the meet and greet for Pretty Ricky because when Pretty Ricky was on stage, they was like, we'll see you at the meet and greet. So I was like, I mean, I don't necessarily have to meet Pretty Ricky, but I mean, if we're going to go meet Pretty Ricky, cool. So we get in the, in the, we don't even get in the line. He has us surpassed the entire line. We go through the doors and we just sit there. We like take a number. So I think I was, I think my cousin was five and I was six. So, cause like I said, it was like 10 of us all together. So we go in the room and we just sit in there. So I'm like, what's going on? Child, we met Bow Wow and Omarion. Okay. Uh, listen, let me tell you something. It pays to be nice to people. Okay. <laughs> You don't never know where people are going to go. And it pays to just be nice to people, to be hospitable, to check in on people from time to time. Because people don't forget that kind of stuff. And again, I, I never thought that that was the that was going to be how, how we ended our night. But man, so we end up getting in there. We we in the line for our pictures, right? Bow Wow sees our jerseys and is pumped. Like, he is pumped. Wait, wait. Before before we get to take our pictures, his videographer comes over to me, my cousin, and was like, oh, let me get a, let me get a picture of y'all jerseys or whatever. So, we like, you know, all right, cool, you know, whatever. We, you know, he take our pictures, whatever, whatever. So, we get the pictures, and Bow Wow is like, dang, you know, like, I really like these jerseys, blah, 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 because I guess from what, from what they said, People had been wearing like the like my jerseys, but they had been wearing the red ones. But we had on the white joints. So they was like real hype about the white ones or whatever. So my cousin got her picture first. And so then the videographer said, um, he said, when, when you finish taking your picture, he said, meet me out in the lobby. I want to get some more footage of y'all. So I'm looking like, yo, like what is going on? So I get my picture. And then um, we go outside and he like, oh, I just want y'all to talk, you know, just talk about how how much you love Bow Wow. And whoop, whoop, whoop. So we going off. We like, you know, we've been loving him. You know, child, our Philly came out real quick. I'm like, yeah, this is Tiff and I've been loving him since I was a kid. And, you know, we know all of we start Harlem shaking and stuff, child. It was a whole mess. But we had so much fun. When I tell you, I had the best time of my life. And it was such a nostalgia moment because it was just like, dang, like, it's so crazy how I think at that point in time, like, I had been, like, really, really stressed um, just because of different things that were going on. And just to kind of have that night of, like, nostalgia and just carefreeness to not really be... um 
you know, pressed about, you know, what's going on in my life. And it was just like that moment in time of just, um, you know, having fun, like feeling like a kid again. Like I said, being carefree, not worrying about the stresses of life. I had the best time. I could not stop thinking my homeboy. I was like, thank you so much. And he was just like, real nonchalant, like, yeah, anytime. And I'm looking like, you don't know how much of a big deal this was to us. Like, you have no clue. And like I said, for us to not be expecting it was really just like a really dope thing. Like, and we ain't had to pay for them meet and greet tickets, child, okay? So, <laughs> so that's that on, on the concert. Um, in other news, I got a new job, guys. I got a new job. So the job I had, so let me kind of give you guys a backstory on the job that I was at. So I was, let me think, this had to have been like 2017, I think. So I had been working like with this temp agency, you know, to get little jobs here and there or whatever. And at the time, I was working at um, Jefferson Hospital and was going through their program, whatever. Long story short, their temp program ended up losing funding. Now, mind you, I was only supposed to be there for like six weeks. I ended up staying at Jefferson for like nine months. So my boss called me like, you know, I really wish I could have let you stay, but... We lost funding, so I can't keep you like that or whatever. So I was like, all right, you know, cool, whatever, whatever. Maybe like a week after that, I got the job that I just recently left. And it was kind of like a similar situation. Like I was only supposed to be there for like two months or so, end up staying way longer than that. And then it got weird. Like they kept like letting me go and bringing me back, which I thought was stupid because it was like, you know, I know how to do the job. Like you should just keep me, but. That was neither here nor there. So, um, summer 2018, the, jo the job goes into shambles or whatever. They bring me back. They end up hiring me full time. Now, in the midst of all this that's going on, I'm in school to become a paralegal or whatever, right? So, I'm in school. And at the time, I was just like, all right, God, because I'm, I'm very spiritual. I love the Lord. You know, that's not taken away from nobody else's religion, but... My Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, is who I believe in, okay? So, I was just praying to God, like, look, if they don't hire me by the time I finish school, I'm leaving. Like, I'm going to leave the job. Like, I'm not, I'm not staying here. Child, a week before I was to finish school, they offered me a full-time job. So, of course, I went with it. It wasn't in the field that I was in, but at the time, like, I really needed the benefits and things like that. And I had already been there. So I didn't have to like wait that 30 day kind of or 90 day rather like in between period. I got like got my benefits right away or whatever. So I was like, all right, bet. So I have the job and then things start getting real weird. Like they just start getting real weird or whatever. And so it started getting toxic. Like, we ended up getting, like, a new, like, head, head boss. And my direct boss, she just seemed to, like, start changing up on certain stuff. Like, you could tell she had favorites and you could tell, like, certain different things. And I just really wasn't into that 
every time I would want like PTO time, it will always be an issue. I'm like, how you got a, how you got an issue with the fact that I want to use my time that I earned? Like, what are we talking about? So all that happened. And so, you know, I have really been like actively looking for another job and it just wasn't coming to fruition like I had anticipated or whatever. So went online, went online, ended up finding this job that was like a dual role. So it was an executive administrative assistant position and a paralegal position. So it was technically two jobs. And I seen it and I was like, hmm, this looks cute. Like this looks like a cute little situation, you know, at a law firm or whatever. So I'm like, all right, bet. So, you know, I applied for the job. Now, I saw the job on Indeed. And after I applied for the job, they had me take like an assessment. And I was like, oh, mind you, it's like midnight. I'm like, oh, my God, I don't feel like taking no test. But I take the test and like pass the test like one of the highest. They have like, you know, they rate you in certain sections or whatever. So I had like the highest you could get on the score you know it wasn't like a number it was just like you got like a high proficiency or whatever like that so I you know was very quiet about it I was like you know I saw this job that I really really like like I said I'm just telling like to a few people and I remember like the interview process and I remember they was like calling me and I'm like at my job trying to take phone interviews. But in the midst of that, I could just tell again at my job that stuff started getting real sneaky when it came to me. And honestly, I felt like they was about to fire me. Not that I don't do my work or anything like that, but I just felt like there was a shift. And I'm not the I'm the type of person that I know how to take direction. At the same time, I'm an adult and I'm a human being. And I'm not just going to let you talk to me any kind of way because you my boss. Like, you're going to respect me. And I think because I wasn't a yes man at my job and I wasn't, like, always just go with the flow. Like, I always had a question or a comment or something that didn't sit right with me and I expressed a concern. I think that they just didn't like that kind of stuff. Although everybody else who worked at the job loved me. You know what I'm saying? Like, they absolutely loved me because my work ethic, you can't take that away from me now. I may be late to work and this and that. I Listen, it is what it is. But I always stay late at work to ask my friends. I ain't never see a 5 o'clock leave. And if I did, they would be looking at me like, what you doing off early? Because they know I used to stay at work all the time. So, long story short... Maybe like now, mind you. Let me say, let me let me show you how my God works. Okay, again, not taking up from nobody else's religion, but you know, God be looking out for the cookout, and I just gotta give Him, you know, the glory, honor, and praise. Okay. So I started having all these phone interviews, and you know, I end up having my in-person interview, and it's in the third, and I never asked them about the salary. Never asked them about the salary. I was just like. If they can at least pay me what I'm making now, I'm good. Like, as long as I'm at least making what I'm making now, because as a lot of y'all know, I'm well, it's kind of put on hold with Rona, child. But, you know, I'm in the process of buying a house. And so I didn't want my money to fluctuate or be lower. You know, I didn't really want to take a pay cut at this time because my goal is to get a house. So I end up going on an interview, whatever, whatever. 
they offer me the job, right? I take the job. Again, I have no idea what the salary is. She was like, I want to work with you. I think you're great. You know, I end up basically interviewing with the whole job. And she was like, we love you. We really want you to work. Like, we think you'll be a great fit, blah, blah, blah. I take the job. So I was going to put in, well, really a week. It wasn't really two weeks. I was really going to put in like a one week notice. But I thought about it. And let me just say this to anybody who's thinking about leaving their job. Like, yes, it's politically correct to take two weeks. But just think about it like this. If they fired you, they wouldn't give you two weeks. They wouldn't say in two weeks, we're going to let you go. They would probably let you work that whole day and say, like, get your stuff. You won't be back. Or whatever time that is. And I know some people, you know, if you tell them that you're leaving for another job, they'll fire you that day to make it look like they fired you. It'll be like, hmm, well, hmm. You could go now. <laughs> you could go right now. You ain't even got to wait two weeks. And so I was going to wait. But then, again, all this, like, corona stuff started getting really serious. And so my old job was really, like, trying to get us to, like, work from home. And they were like, oh, you need to take all your work here with you. Any papers or anything that you need? And I was like... I'm not taking none of this stuff with me. So that Friday, because it happened to be a Friday, I just wrote my boss an email like, I'm not coming back. And I packed all of my stuff. I left my badge on my desk and I walked out the door. And I, when I tell y'all, that was the happiest I had been probably since the Millennium Tour concert. <laughs> but before that, like, that was the happiest moment because it had just got so toxic like it was just always something always a pull and tug and I felt like they was like always looking over my shoulder and doing different things like I felt trapped at my job and I listen I know some of us we gotta hustle we gotta do what we gotta do but at the end of the day don't stay nowhere that makes you unhappy because I could I was mentally drained like, I hated being there. Like, I was so unhappy, like, dreading going to work. Like, nobody should have to live like that. So, in this day and time, in this climate where, you know, especially for, like, millennials and Gen Z who can create opportunities and content in, in different avenues faster than our fathers and forefathers have done before us, I say go for it. If you don't, if you're not, now I ain't telling nobody quit their job, but just reevaluate some things. And if you can, if you can grind until you can really do what you want to do or see if there's another opportunity for you to do what you want to do, I would say go for it. Okay. So get the job. So technically I had like a week off. I had like a week off to like do absolutely nothing, whatever I wanted to do. But again, Rona rose up. And so, you know, a lot of stuff was on shutdown here in Philly. Like, slowly but surely, certain things were shutting down. Like, if y'all could see me now, I look very giddy. My nose is not done. My eyebrows is not arched. My hair is yet holding on. But in a few more days, child, this might be looking a mess too. It's like, mm-mm. So I did what most of us in Philly do, child. Tried to go to the liquor store to get as much as I could. <laughs> Because I knew I was going to be in the house. I knew I was going to be in the house. So, end up going, what did I do? So, we was on quarantine. And if we're being honest, 
I went in quarantine with somebody. Okay. Because I didn't want to be in the house with my parents. So I went in quarantine somewhere else. And had a ball. Okay. Had a ball. Let me just throw another tidbit out there. If you can't be with somebody in the house and have fun. If you can't be in the house with somebody for a couple of days and not like, I mean, of course, after a while, you won't get on each other's nerves at some point in time. But if you can't stand to be in a house with somebody, like, there's a problem and you need to address that. But, um, yeah, I had a ball. Like, definitely had a ball. And I just, I, for me personally, with that situation, I just appreciate the time. And that's the other thing. We're looking at this corona situation as like a negative and, and a lot of it is negative. But there are a lot of us who are always, always, always on the go. Like forever on the go. Never know how to sit down, take a break, rest, relax, decompress, any of those things. And this coronavirus has forced everybody to have a seat. It has forced everybody to have a seat. And it's just like, you know, we look at it as a negative, but there are some positives in this situation because you can really like reevaluate, regroup, brainstorm, you know, be able to think more clearly about certain situations. Because if, if there's nothing else you can do right now, you have all the time in the world to think. Think about yourself, think about your life, think about the people around you, you know what I'm saying? Thinking about um, just how life really is too short, you know, you just never know what's going to happen day by day. And you see that the coronavirus is hitting everybody, close friends and family, celebrities, you know, it's like nobody is exempt from getting it. And so this quarantine has really been you know, just an eye opener for certain things. Like some things just don't matter. Grudges and, and, and things of that nature. Some of that stuff just does not matter. <laughs> you, what you mad for? It, it makes no sense. You know what I'm saying? All you need to do. I know for me, I, for the most part, FaceTime all of my friends or text them at least once a day, just to check in, make sure, because a lot of my close friends don't live in Philly. So I'm not sure, you know, while we have like national guidelines, each state is different. And so I just checking on them, seeing how they doing. One of my best friends is a police officer, so he still has to work. My cousin, she works at the hospital, so she still has to work, you know. So just checking in on them and making sure that they're okay and they're being safe and all those different things is, is crucial for me because I don't want anybody... To get it, absolutely, you know what I'm saying, and and really making sure that they're good, their mental's good, you know, because it's it's really a scary time, especially for like my cousin and my best friend. Like one is a police officer, one works at the hospital. Like I'm sure the hospital is going nuts right now, you know. So shout out to anybody if you work in any type of law enforcement, the medical field, if you driving trucks. If you work in food services, the grocery stores, all of that kind of stuff, and you have to still go to work. If you're, what do they call it? An essential worker. Shout out to y'all because y'all are really helping us in, in every way possible. And we really couldn't do none of this without y'all. So definitely, definitely shout out to y'all. But yeah, so 
quarantining and chilling, you know what I'm saying, that whole thing, as I'm, as I'm, you know, enjoy, again, enjoying my week off, number one, I was hyped because I was, knew I was starting my new job working from home, so that was already a plus, because I was just like, yes, I can, I can post up at home and be chilling, you know what I'm saying, so we chilling or whatever, I think we was watching a movie, and my phone is going off, and I get my official offer letter, right? Bruh, when I tell you the, the money on that offer letter, I said, <laughs> when I tell y'all it wasn't nobody but God, like, when I say he exceeded my expectation of what I even asked for, for my job, I said, oh, just make sure I can make what I'm making in my job. He said, nope, upgrade. To He said, no upgrade. That's what he said to me, y'all. And I'm, like, just so thankful because for me, it's just, like, I've never been jealous of any of my friends. Like, I love to see people glow up and grind it. You know, I'm a very big supporter. And when it comes to me, I just wait my turn. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's not my turn or my time, I'm cool with that because I know how to be a champion for my friends. But when I tell you, but when he look out, listen, when he look out for the cookout, it just, it just hit a little bit different. When he, when he bless you with something that, you know, and I ain't trying to be like preachy or whatever, but I'm being for real. Like when he bless you with something that you asked for and even, and, and to be honest, if we're being honest, you know. I asked, so a part of my prayer for the year was that I wanted a house, right? But I always said that I wanted to get a new job first and then get my house. And then I double backed on it. I was like, well, I don't necessarily need to get a new job, but I'm still going to get this house. And the fact that he honored my original wish because he knew that the job situation was really something that was bothering me and the fact that he was just like nah I got you I got you 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 good like I'm a I'm gonna let it work out and I'm a you know make it so that and I mean when I say the whole situation was smooth it wasn't no issues it wasn't no problems it wasn't no hiccups like everything happened real smooth and it was just like I know this wasn't nobody but God and so I was like super excited, you know, I was definitely emotional just because, you know, it's, I, again, I had been, like I said, before the millennium tour, like I had just been very like weighted down. And I think that was another reason why the concert was such a like great moment in time for me, because I was just like, wow, like I finally got like a chance to like let my hair down and like not like take this stress off my shoulders and just have fun like sometimes a lot of us can be so caught up in life and work and this that we don't ever take the moment to just have fun to just enjoy life like life is not supposed to be I, I feel like it's a saying and I don't know what it is so I, I ain't even gonna mess it up but life is worth living I do know that much <laughs> I was about to mess up whatever that quote was, but life is worth living. And when you start realizing that life is 
is short and life is precious, you take you take those moments and those things and you value them so much more. And so, y'all, I've been, that's another reason why I've been, like, in my A a little bit because I started my new job. And let me tell you something. It's a little, it's, it's everything that I wanted it to be. Even, like, the workload. Like, the workload is a lot. And I could tell even in, I've only been working here not even a week yet. But I can tell that this is something that I'm going to enjoy doing, number one. But there's a lot of faulty pieces that I need to fix and if you know anything about me I love to help somebody and fix something okay (laughs) so I'm just like oh oh you like this job is like my little project like this is like my own personal project and I'm about to let this thing have it okay (laughs) I'm about to let this job have it in the best way possible so I'm super, super excited about that. So, yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty much, I've been talking for a while. I don't even think I realized I was talking that long. But that is an update on what's going on with me, y'all. Like I said, you know, when I first started this podcast, I was going to fill y'all in. So, I guess this is like my quarterly report. It is March. I think I I started the podcast in December. So, this is like my quarterly report, child. You know, I'm still out here, child. You know. (laughs) living my life like it's golden under the circumstances okay (laughs) just trying to be out here in these streets I cannot wait to get my house though like hopefully that'll be like my next big big update unless I like get a man or something moving on (laughs) but now that I got my job child my next focus is this house honey I got to get it I got to get my house I can't wait. All I do, even now, I still just look at houses and look at furniture all the time. Like, that is that is it. But, yes, I'm super excited for this new phase of my life. Um, I'm getting back to being, like, super happy all the time. Like, in every area of my life is, like, really kind of falling into place, which is, like, super dope. Shout out to everybody who, you know, has known about all of this stuff that's going on with me, who has supported me, loved on me, prayed with me. Like, I appreciate each and every last one of y'all, for real, for real. And, yeah, y'all, that's that's it on, on that portion of the podcast. We're going to get into this eggs live section right quick and see what the people want to know. Okay? So, this comes from, <laughs> this comes from one of my homeboys, he reached out to me on the podcast DM and he said, yo, Tiff, what's going on? You know, I love the podcast. I want to know. <laughs> I want to know what I could do to get my girl to stop getting on my nerves during this quarantine. <laughs> I be trying to chill and play the game all day and she want to talk all the time. I don't want to talk to her all the time. What you think I should do? Best of luck with everything always. And I ain't going to say his name. But anyhow. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm cracking up and all she want to do is talk. <laughs> Listen, when you on quarantine and chill, you got to get creative. Like the first couple of days, it was like, you know, everybody chilling. Like we loving being in the house, like this and the third. But after a while, like you got to get creative. Like you got to do other stuff. Like what can y'all do around the, around the house? Like. 
I'm a big like cards game person. So like if it's if it and I don't know if y'all have kids or anything like that. But it's like for me, so like I know how to play this game called Speed. If you know what it is, then you already know what I'm talking about. Like you can make fun little activities for y'all in the house so that it's not always, um, you know, boring or whatever. Like if you want, if you want her to stop talking, get her, like get her preoccupied with something else, so she not want to talk all the time. Um, but at the same time. Again, like I was saying earlier, I don't know how much time y'all was spending together before the corona situation hit. And maybe she's just trying to, you know, like get some some her time with her man because maybe your schedules didn't permit y'all to be close or, you know, whatever the case may be. So maybe she's just trying to get there a long time. Communication is key, though. You know, I tell you all the time, like that is the biggest thing. Like I would just tell her, like, look, babe, like just give me, let me just get like two three hours with the game and then we could talk like you gotta you gotta have some kind of compromise because i've dated enough guys to know when y'all on that day one game it gets on my last nerve <laughs> it gets on my nerves but y'all can be on there for hours and act like y'all was only on there for 15 minutes like it can get real intricate with y'all and so i would just have to i would tell you just to like come to some kind of compromise just because, you know, you, y'all in the house, like, eventually you should want to talk to her, like, if you, if y'all in the house, and y'all in the house all the time, and you don't want to talk to her, y'all got bigger issues that don't have nothing to do with me, but I would just say, come to some kind of compromise with old girl, so that, you know, you could get your playing time in, and she can get her talking time in, okay, so, I think I'm gonna do, I think I'm gonna do one more, I think I'm gonna do one more, Let's see, let's see, let's see. Mm -hmm. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Okay, so this comes from one of my homegirls. When I read your question, you'll know who you are. So, hey, girl. <laughs> so, the question says, hey, girl, um, I've been talking to this guy, but we haven't been on an official date yet with everything with the coronavirus he now wants me to come quarantine and chill with him do you think i should go yes or no um <laughs> that's up to you sis i feel like if you go over there you already know what it's hitting for so if that's your choice then i would say go you know what i'm saying i don't know the extent of you know i don't know what a wow is everybody's a wow varies so I'm not sure what talking too far a while means. And if y'all haven't been on a date yet, that to me that sounds like the situation is very early. Or y'all like just started talking. So it would be a no for me. Just because again, you cooped up you not cooped up, but essentially, yeah, you cooped up in the house and you can't really go nowhere. And I say that because she's from Philly, so I already know what the rules and regulations are for the city. I'm like, um, you already know what that's saying for. You already know what you're going to be doing. And if you ain't trying to do that, I would advise you to stay here behind home. Okay? I know you live alone, child. But stay home. If you Now, listen, we all adults. So if you're trying to go over there and... You know, make it happen like that. By all means, please go ahead and make it happen like that. 
I just don't know if, like for me, personally, if I really was into this guy and, you know, wanted it to be more than that, I personally wouldn't go. Just because that's just the type of person that I am. On the flip side, if I knew that there was somebody that that's all I, not necessarily that's all that I wanted it to be, but I was okay with it just being that and maybe not being anything more. Yeah, I would go. <laughs> yeah, I would go. <laughs> I don't know if I would stay quarantined with him. So, sis, maybe you need to take a mask and gloves over there. And once you leave, you know, I mean, once you finish doing whatever you're doing, take your behind back home. The thing is, Philly got cops on every corner. And it's just be pulling people over. It, it, it's just a whole thing. So, all I'm saying to you is, if that's the type of time you trying to be on, by all means, go, sis. It would be a no for me, dog. But if, if that's what you if that's what you want to do, listen, just be safe. Or a little quarantine that would be here in December, January. <laughs> she'll, be, she'll be coming around. Or a little quarantine, no. He'll be here. You know what I'm saying? So... I would just, I, yeah, that's all I got to give for you, honey. I hope whatever you decide, I hope it works out. Okay? Like I said, if you do decide to go over there, just make sure to be safe. You know, wrap it up. Take you a, a box cutter or something just in case. Because I feel like, again, if you don't really know bubble like that, you can never be too careful. And always take your gloves. You know, have your hand sanitizer, your Clorox wipes, Lysol wipes, whatever it is. Just be prepared because you don't know who he been in contact with. You know, you know, you don't know where he been at, if he been in the house the whole time. And so you definitely want to be safe in all in all forms of the word. You need to be safe and be careful. OK, girl. So, yeah. And listen, if you want to ask me questions on the podcast, child, you can always shoot me a DM on Instagram at underscore if we're being honest. You can always shoot me an email at the podcast email at we're being honest at gmail.com. And yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's that on that, guys. So again, I just wanted to give you guys an update on what's been going on with me while I've been in my A. Um, it definitely wasn't in the plans to be gone this long, but you know, life happens. And so now I'm giving you an update. Now you know what's been going on. So hopefully now that things have kind of settled per se. We can get back to the nitty gritty, okay? <laughs> so that's it, guys. As always, remember to love yourself. Keep God first. And if you're not being honest, then what are you really doing? Until next time, bye.